0: When a Broadway baby says goodnight, it's
1: early in the morning. Manhattan babies don't sleep tight until the dawn. Goodnight, my baby.
0: What's going on, party people? Welcome to another episode of O-Town Dreamers. Uh, This is actually the second part of a two-part episode where we um, went to Pilar's open mic night. We partnered up with them, and they said, hey, uh, come and sit here and uh, just... Talk to all the Orlando entertainment people that come, and uh, we met so many great people. Uh, but this is uh, this is part two. So if you didn't listen to part one, go back to the previous episode. Listen to part one because uh, you're gonna want to want to hear the really cool stories. And uh, and this episode won't make sense. I mean, it will, but because we're, we're talking a different. You get it. But uh, we're just gonna get right into it. Let's head over to uh, Sage and Christina, back at Pilar's, and uh, they run into an old friend. Take it away, guys. Christina, look who stopped by. It's Sterling. Hey, Uh, Sterling. Sterling Hey, what's up? From the previous episode. Hi, I miss you guys. Do Uh, you? Really? I mean... Miss is a strong word. <laughs> How did you feel about the last, uh, like hearing yourself back? Um, I want to know. That's a loaded question. Uh, where do I start? I will say hmm. I did get an email, and they said they really loved, uh, they really enjoyed the choreographer episode, and that you guys were super well-spoken. Oh, uh, that's amazing. Thank you. Yeah, for those that listened, thank yeah? you. No, really, it was, it was it was really good. So it was fun. Don't beat yourself up, even with my drinks. But that's the that's the fun and part. My there's, there's no you know inhibitions. <laughs> yeah. so it's perfect. Yeah. So what are you doing here tonight?
2: Tonight I'm here because of Thursday night at Pilar's with Billy Flanagan hosting.
3: Heck yeah. Open
2: mic night. How woot, often woot. do you come here? Um, I think I come here every other week. Sure. I like to say every other week because I can't make it out here every week. Right. I live really far from here, so. Why yeah. do you, why I guess my question why do you come here? Um, it's nice to just be in the room with people who are so passionate about just like singing. Yeah. Like they just get up there and they do it. They don't care, they don't care what they sound like, they don't care what song it is, they, they just wanna sing. So it's cool to like see that, to see yeah. people's, and like let it go, just go. <laughs> I've never seen you get up and sing. Um, well you might tonight, I'm not gonna lie. Really? Yeah. What are you gonna sing? Um, well, I have a go-to. What um, is it? I've probably sang it a thousand times because it's my jam and I hope to someday play the role of Ursula from The Little Mermaid. Come on! Oh, I love that. Yeah. Poor Unfortunate Souls is
0: my go-to karaoke open mic song. So, big question. How has your life changed since your episode aired? I mean, like, a lot of people have been upset about, you know, like, people following them, like, uh, just around around town and things like that. Really? yeah, you know, like you That's know, crazy. Yeah, you know, this really popular talk. podcast. So, <laughs> what, what? How has your life well, changed? I've had to add locks to my
2: doors. Um, I now have a chauffeur and another bodyguard. Um, not another I'm guy. kidding. I'm not kidding. I'm bodyguard. totally kidding. <laughs> my life has not changed. It's the same. What Happy, do you, loving what I do, and fun. Tell me again what you're working on right now. Right now, I am in the midst of Matilda. The musical.
0: That's right, how is it going?
2: It's great. It's uh, at Theater South Playhouse. When's it open? We open on November 14th. I gave a wrong date in the last one. (gasps) Please, please forgive me. Oh no. Um, I said once on this island, which is my next show that I'm working on, um, I said that it opens on the 27th and it actually closes on the 27th. That's hilarious. Of October.
0: Oh good. So they would miss it completely. Yeah. So they would miss it completely. <laughs> so
2: don't show up on October 27th for Once on this Island at Theater West End. Don't do show it. up on October 14th. Oh
0: gosh. So wait, so Hopefully that one's When right. does Oof. when does what um uh, show Matilda opens?
2: Uh, November f- the second week of November.
0: Second week in November. Yes. Perfect, be on the lookout for it.
2: That's awesome. Yes, come and see it, it's gonna be awesome. We have some amazing talent, and the show is hilarious, it's hysterical. It's like the movie, but add some songs and some dancing and some more madness, so yeah. Amazing.
3: What's your favorite upcoming seasonal show that's gonna happen during well, the holidays?
2: Well, here's the thing, I am obsessed I'm obsessed with the show Ragtime. It is my number one all-time favorite show, and they're actually doing it right now here at the Garden. Next door. Next door, right next door. Um, I may see it tomorrow night.
0: Fingers crossed. I'm seeing it uh, Saturday at 2. What? I'm seeing it Saturday at 2. Jealous. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It's my favorite
2: show, and it has one of my dream roles in it, Um, Cole House Walker Jr.
0: I was like, Um, like,
2: uh, little brother? Wow. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that's the role for me. Um no. <laughs> um Ragtime is my all-time like all-time favorite show. Um but the one that I'm most excited about that's coming up in a season is Kinky Boots at Theater Winterhaven. Oh. I know.
0: I know. You're kidding me. I need to go audition yes. for it.
2: So Kinky Boots is a show that I never even thought of I didn't even think like, the rights were out. Yeah. Are you it, are, are you just choreographing it? I wish. I tried. Oh. Um, uh they just released the rights to it um theater winter haven got it and they're about to to do it um but i have now added lola to my dream oh, role you'd be a great lola uh,
0: have auditions happened
2: already yeah oh, i think i think a... maybe not okay. maybe not
0: i'll figure it out um
2: but uh yeah kinky so boots
3: haven't happened yet for it
2: i don't think they've happened yet i think Ooh. they're coming up soon though
3: Looks like that might be a good opportunity for you, Orlando Dreamers. Yeah,
2: go audition, especially boys, lady boys, lady boys <laughs> there you that, go. that love Paul to dance.
3: Cough, where are you? That love <laughs> to
2: dance in heels and kick your face. Go to that audition. Awesome. Um, but yeah, Heck that show's yeah. amazing. It's I saw it on Broadway for the first time, and I'm glad my first time was on Broadway. Not to downplay anything else. Sure. But it was spectacular, and it's such a good story. And there's a story in there for everybody. Like, everybody has dealt with some kind of, you know, some part of that story. Sure.
0: So, yeah. It's great. Amazing. Well, Sterling, thanks for stopping by. Thanks for well, stopping duh. by. Well, done. Nice. you guys. You know, you were the, uh, the first official person to be on O-Town Dreamers twice. What? Twice. So now you're a regular. Congratulations. So He's a get regular. Ready, get ready for the third time, guys. <laughs> I'll, see, I'll see you next week. Cause of, yeah, wait, really? <laughs> if Can you I want. come next week? Yeah, maybe.
2: Oh. I'm kidding.
0: <laughs> I, I was like, I was like you don't like us that I'll much. I'll be out of town. I won't be here. <laughs> Me too. I'm going to New Orleans. I'm going to Anna Marie Island. <laughs> Jealous. What's that? Anna Marie Island. It's just like a vacation. Wait. Oh, you're going on vacation. I'm going on vacation next week from like Wednesday to like the following <gasps> Wednesday. That's fun. I'm yeah. going to
2: work with The Toast of Tampa which is an all-women's, 100-women, barbershop chorus.
0: Okay. Imagine
2: that. Yeah, I'm into yeah. that. I know. I
3: didn't even know those existed. Like bar- Me
2: either. I just said the same thing. I was like, I didn't know this was a thing. Like barbershop but a thing. quartet, but barbershop chorus? Yes. Barbershop. Okay. Think of a barbershop quartet times 100.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And they're all women.
2: All women. And it I choreograph, fit. and we do some some armography and some dancing and Come on, yeah so there's a sweet adelines competition that happens in new orleans
0: sweet adelines
2: yeah, so sweet adelines is an, an organization that all the lady barbershop
0: singers cool. go to so yeah it's amazing
3: that's awesome have fun well yeah, i'm
0: excited we, well we love you and we're, we're gonna have <laughs> you, love back. you guys we're gonna have you back and i miss you miss and i'll be you. back awesome <laughs> bye Hey, so we are back um, with uh, obviously Shannon Starkey. I'm back and uh, Jackie Stressman. What's
3: up? Which hey. hey.
0: We're gonna um, well, obviously we already have you pinned in for an actual full skit for a full <laughs> episode. With, one day. One day. Um, with her and um, a good friend of ours, Michelle and who is they're gonna talk about session
3: work and how all, this, all yeah. those kind of cool things. Can I say something? Yeah. Earlier, I talked about how when I went to Berkeley, I was there for a year. And I left after a year to go pursue musical theater at Amda. Mm -hmm. And one of the things about Berkeley that I found really difficult was um, the sight reading that they were trying to have me do. And now I look back at it and I have deep regret. Mm, Got it. Deep regret. regret. Mm -hmm. Because I don't get hired for session work because of my lack of sight reading skills. Now, Uh. Jackie Stressman is the. She is. She is the word on on sight reading oh, and session work. That's you're what sweet. she does. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> she. She, as
0: she just put out her cigarette, she's like, "It's fine." It's
3: fine. not yet.
0: <laughs> um, no. Yeah. So, uh, Jackie. Hey, what's up? You just want to give us like two sentences? Just say, "Hey, I'm Jackie." And what whatever. Talk about yourself for you know this a little bit. Thirty seconds.
3: Yeah. You know, it's a, a, a sort of tale. Hey, I'm Jackie. So uh, I was in college actually at uh, Georgia State University when I got the call. From call for what? The Derek Johnson, uh the founder and creator of the Voices of Liberty at Epcot. Yeah. Who said, "Hey, uh my soprano moving to Texas to get married, and I need a soprano. Are you interested?" And I was like, "Well, gosh, I sure am." <laughs> and uh, I sent him a VHS tape. Some people don't know what that, I'm serious. Of uh, some performance work that I've done. And he's like, I'm gonna show this to casting. And I was like, well thank goodness because I don't like auditioning. And uh, (laughs) Disney was different then. Disney was (laughs) different Things were quite different in those days. And brought my VHS tape into casting, and was like, "This is Jackie Stressman. She is a student at Georgia State University, and I believe in her." And casting was like, "Well, she's great." So they relocated me to the Orlando, and that's how I got here. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Nice.
0: What uh, did you ever have like a need to like perform for, like to like sing for Disney or anything like that at all, or was that just something that fell in your lap?
3: Great question. So I grew up in Florida. Well, not. All of my Florida life but um, in high school I was in Florida mm-hmm. and so I was in the candlelight choir in high school That's all a- four years yeah and so I totally knew who Voices of Liberty was and I was like boy I would love to do that one day and so you know when out of the blue Derek Johnson called my phone and was like hey want to come sing at Epcot in the Voices of Liberty I was like well of course I do I've been wanting to do that since I was 14 years old right um, So, yeah, that's, I guess, did I have a need? Yes. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh.
0: 100%. And you're, and so you've been there for how long now?
3: Uh, Since 2003.
0: And your thoughts on it? You love it, you hate it? Of
3: course I love it. Yeah. It's just beautiful music and excellent writing and, you know, a gorgeous show and guests are moved every single show. And so being a part of that has been a privilege. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Your thoughts on um, just the Orlando entertainment industry in general?
3: It cannot be touched or matched. Orlando Entertainment is where it's at.
0: Yeah. Why is that? Un- 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 unpack that.
3: Uh, great question. Okay, so I've been in lots of other cities. I've been I'm, around for a minute.
0: I'm really good at great questions, by uh, the way.
3: I, I can tell. He's uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I've been around for like five or ten minutes. Sure. Or 20. And, uh, you know, been around other cities, seen a lot of things, seen a lot of peeps, and... The Orlando scene is literally better than anywhere else. The talent here is unmatched. People work harder here than anywhere else. Why do you think that is? I think we just care so much. I think we care. And we get that when people are moved and we get to be part of that, I mean, it's, it's more than just us. Right. Mm-hmm. Being part of something bigger than who we are. You know, that's, that's pretty cool.
0: It is, it's a really cool thing. What is the um, Orlando industry, or entertainment industry, what, what has that given to you uh, that, you know, you talk about, you know, it can't be matched. What has that given to you that other entertainment industries elsewhere th- they couldn't?
3: Something I've noticed is the feeling of camaraderie in the Orlando entertainment community. We support each other. We come to see each other's opening nights. We come to see each other's closing nights. We love each other and celebrate one another and that does not happen in every other city. Right. It just doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. No, that's true. Do you have any personal experiences in like LA or New York? Yes. I'd love to talk about Orlando. Oh, <laughs> she says yes, <laughs> there you but go. not today, Satan. <laughs> uh. Devil is busy, but not with me.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I guess, like, let's let's just get weird for a second. What's your weirdest <laughs> Orlando entertainment story that you can recall? Like right now, like the, the weirdest one that you can think of.
3: Oh no. Well, you would ask me. I'm you
0: don't. You don't have to like name names. No, or anything it's like fine. That. I'm
3: just trying to think of the weirdest. No,
0: like so t-
3: many are jumping to mind. <laughs> so, this, this um, so weird here. We talk about mom. Wow. Oh Lord in heaven, that's a good one. All What's right.
0: Mom. Wow. Mom.
3: Wow. I'll let you have it. I thought this was PG-13. It is. Well, maybe we shouldn't talk about mom. Wow. I know. Uh, I I, I what can. Do you
0: think? I can bleep out anything I need to.
3: I'm not going to say bad words. It's just a lot of information.
0: Okay, well, do what you got to do.
3: I mean, we don't want to leave them hanging. So, Shannon, and I believe we were on together. Yes.
0: Wait, <laughs> you did this together?
3: Yes. <laughs> well, why do I not know about this? You're, you're fixing to. Uh, so, <laughs> we're performing at Epcot on the America Gardens Theater stage. <laughs> and there's this woman who is a very loyal fan of the American music machine, of which we both were part and had lots and lots of fun. God rest its soul. It died. It uh, and, gosh, I don't even know her real name, but we called her Mom Wow, and here's why. Oh, no. So, after the show, we went to, like, Japan or something for lunch, and she was there. And she's like, oh, my J- Japan God. Japan and
0: Epcot, not actual yeah, Japan. Yeah, yeah, sorry.
3: <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah, the pretend country. Right. So, she's like, oh, my God. It's the cast of American Music Machine. And she told us that she had a tattoo on her buttock cheeks. Nice. M on one cheek and M on the other cheek. Okay? Oh no! <laughs> so that when she did cartwheels, it would say, "Mom, wow! Mom, wow! Mom, wow!" What? That happened. <laughs>
0: that, thats that a real thing. Qualifies,
3: yeah. That's that, a lot. That's not your weirdest story, but no, like, but that's, that's a good one, just, and I appreciate re- you bringing that to yeah, mind. Like, that's a really I miss good mom story. Mom, every so often. When so I, met, I, I mean, I keep my eyes out. Yeah, for she's there. She's there she's often. always there.
0: <laughs> okay, so then what's what's your best Orlando entertainment uh, industry story? Like where you know you felt like a complete rock star. You know that you were like, this is the reason that I'm doing this.
3: Uh, so, okay, so I don't know, but this is coming to mind right away um, because it's like popped up on my like Facebook time hop Great. two days ago or something. So this girl. I was at uh, Voices, and mind you, I don't sing there full-time anymore, and haven't for a while. Sure. So I'm not there very often, but like last year, when I'm there like, I don't know, a handful of times a year, this woman came up to me, and she's like, is your name Jackie? And I said, yeah. And she goes, I met you when I was like seven years old, and I was in a wheelchair, and I could barely walk, because I was like malnourished, really ill, she like showed me a picture of herself and it's me standing next to this girl who's like skin and bones and now she's like a grown woman like tall and like healthy wow and she's like i can't believe i get to see you again and i was like me neither because i'm never here like and she goes she goes i was so thrilled to be able to meet you and i thought you were a princess and blah 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 and like not only did she like grow into a healthy woman but she like remembered who i was Mm -hmm. And still like had a picture on her phone of wow. me and her from you know 15 years ago. That's so cool. yeah and it was amazing. she's yeah. like this healthy woman and she just was crying and I was so I cried too I'll be <laughs> um, Yeah that was really special to, to be a part of somebody's journey yeah. without even really knowing right yeah. you
0: know um, if you could give um, make it my name Tony. Tony from Michigan. Hi, Tony. Yeah, hi, Tony. Um, uh, advice, because he's, a, he's an aspiring performer, but he's not sure if he should go to New York or L.A. or if he should come to Orlando. Uh, what would you tell him?
3: Tony from Michigan, I would tell you to find a great teacher that you really can identify with. Learn all that you can from your teacher. Learn how to read music. Oh, 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 God. Ooh, oh, the
0: shade.
3: <laughs> Shannon can read.
0: We can follow pretty well.
3: <laughs> Learn how to read music. Learn how to play piano, too. That's important. Um, and I guess go where you find the most opportunity. Um, I think Orlando's great. Yeah. I think Orlando is where it's at, personally. Um, you know, but I like warm weather. So would I move to New York? No way. It's too cold. <laughs> No way. For no.
0: <laughs> I love it. Well, th- thank you for just hanging out and chatting for My a pleasure. second. Yeah, thank you. Um, and <laughs> we can't wait for your, like, actual episode. It's going to be so good.
3: Yee!
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Jackie. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here with Billy Flanagan.
1: <gasps> what? Billy, that's right. The crowds are just... <laughs> Hey, you two. That's, that's the crowd, the two of them. <laughs> he's, he's still mad that, you, that neither of you guys sang. So here we're here at Pilar's, and it was an open mic night, and two of the most amazing singers in town are sitting behind me, chatting, and they never got to sing.
0: Shannon Starkey and Jackie Strussman. Shannon
1: Starkey and Jackie Strustman. Not only are they talented singers, right. they're gorgeous.
0: Yes, agreed. Right? Yes. I married one because they were gorgeous. See,
1: that's right.
0: Right. You they, totally uh, married one. They I as worked a collective. With your
1: father. What'd you say? I worked with your father and your mother. Your mother and I. We're in Hunchback together. That's right. right? You do that, yeah. Yeah. I was, well, I, I, I was I, Phoebus. She was Esmeralda. I just,
0: well, let's start. Let's start with that. Obviously, I know you. You. You uh, host Pilar's every yes. night, which is awesome. But that's not obviously the beginning of your Orlando story. No. Yeah, we're gonna do a whole episode with you because we'll make that happen. I promise we yeah. will. Yeah, I love that. But but let's but like just you know give us give me yeah like, I'll give something. you the brief synopsis. Yeah.
1: yeah, I auditioned for Disney while I was in my senior year at. Boston Conservatory of Music, where I graduated with a Bachelor of Fine Arts in musical theater. And I got hired. I was a kid of the kingdom. Started off there. And then six months after I got here, they cut our group in half. Oh, wow. And they were opening Epcot, and they started the World Dancer Show. So they hired me as the host and the singer for the World Dancer Show. Yeah. And I played the Irish guy over there. Yeah. And then I... Went over to the Magic Kingdom and started doing Fantasy Follies. Yes. Because I was subbing that show, and then I did that. I'll give you all my full-time stuff. Oh, my,
0: the, the, uh, I have a lot of theme park nerds that listen to this, and they're freaking out right now, so it's oh, just good.
3: Oh, wow. Oh, that's cool.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I did Fantasy Follies. I did that for a little bit. And then I went over to the hoop dee Review. Yeah. <laughs> which I just, after 36 and a half years, had my last show. I know. And June I, 10th. Oh, man. Yeah, it was sad. Shannon Starkey was there. I was there. Speaking, yeah, you were yeah, there. It we, was amazing. We cried, we laughed. It's crazy. <laughs> so I did that for a long time. So hoop to do and then uh, Can we talk
0: about that for a second? Yeah. So like what what was that like to end? Obviously, you you were there for how many years? 36 and a half. 36 and a half. So so yeah. to close for you for you to right. close your role, how iconic was
1: that? It's crazy. You know why? Because I had that I did the show before I got married before I had kids. Sure. And so that they've only ever known that I've always been there. So the fact that like I'm not there, and right? It's just crazy. My grandkids got to come see it. Yes. It was just, just multi generational. It was, it was, it was, it was time. Yeah. You know, definitely time, but sad. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, uh, and, and again uh,
0: for the people who weren't there when you walked out on stage, the entire the entire theater stood up to their feet and they was, were all there for you, yeah, which it was, was crazy. so cool.
1: Yeah, it was it was really really so so awesome. 4 days before my birthday and and I just feel like the celebration just continued for a long time. So it was yeah. great. Sorry, continue. No, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, so after uh who doo do, I left for a couple years and in the middle of all that stuff I was subbing things, a lot of things on property, but I went to Disneyland and I was the first entertainer that transferred from Disney World to Disneyland and I did a show called the Golden Horseshoe Jamboree yeah I did the Diamond Horseshoe here and then I went over there and did the Golden Horseshoe I was there for two years and then was asked back when they opened the Hollywood Studios to be the stuntman over at the at the um Indiana Jones show oh, because they thought I looked like Harrison Ford. I did not know you did. But I didn't do it Oh. because I said, "Is it a musical?" And <laughs> No. So uh, I said, "Well, I would well, really if Billy's love to." Well, Billy is not singing. Billy is out. I'm not in there. <laughs> so I said, "Well, I'd love to come back because we just had our third child, and you know sure. it's expensive out here in California." And if I would any way I could get into the top of the world, that'd be great. That's what I'd love to do. And he said, "Well, why don't you come back? We'll put you back at the hoop to do, and then we'll work on that." That's amazing. So I was at the hoop to do for six months, and they taught me the top of the world, and I went there. That's amazing. Until that closed, and then when that show closed. I got cast as Barbie's boyfriend, Ken, in The Magical World of Barbie. That's right. Yep. I was. I didn't know if you were going to mention that because I was going to mention that. No. <laughs> well, I tell you what... It was the, it, over at Epcot at the Amgard stage. And I tell you, the thing about The Magical World of Barbie, for me, is it has carried on that legacy of playing Ken when Barbie turned 35. And right. And she just turned... That was 25 years ago. She just turned 60. Right. Was amazing because... I can use that now wherever I go and people relate to it. I do a lot of outside events where I host uh, events with thousands of women because uh, in direct sales. And all I have to say is, you know, when I give them a little synopsis of my story and I just say, and, you know, for anyone who's between the ages of 26 and 35, I played Ken in The Magical World of Barbie at Epcot and they all ultimately either had seen the video right. the happy birthday barbie video <laughs> that came with the doll right. for a penny or they would looked it up on youtube or they'd seen it some and they just kind of take to me and they you know call me ken i don't care it's fine i still call you ken right so it's fine. my kids friends call me ken <laughs> all the time you know embarrassing for them they were only in fourth and fifth grade when sure. i did the show so they were totally humiliated did not want me to come in for parents career day <laughs> but I went anyway.
3: <laughs> yeah, they in therapy too.
1: now, all of them. <laughs> it's amazing. but That's what happened. That's amazing. Yeah, so after Barbie closed, uh, I went back to the hoop to doo for a while. And then uh, I got cast in Tarzan Rocks. Yeah. Uh, just a few days before the show opened. What a great show. They had, an, they had a singer that uh, left right, right before the show opened, three days before it opened. And uh, they brought me in to learn it real quick. And yeah. I subbed it at first for the first two weeks. And then I went ahead and... Uh, and I, I did Tarzan Rocks with the beautiful Jackie Stressman. Jackie Stressman is sitting here yeah, behind yeah. us. How about that? Amy
0: Martin Cole is here. Hi, Amy.
1: Amy Martin Cole and I did This Is America, which was a convention show at Disney. That's insane. During uh, that whole early 90s. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It was great. Yeah, so uh, after... Where was I? Oh, at, um, oh, Tarzan Rocks. And then it, the year Tarzan closed, I, then I went to Who Wants to Be a Millionaire Play It. That closed. Oh, then I went I to remember that show. a that was show. It was a morning breakfast show that they did for the Disney Performing Arts. And then that closed. Okay. And then uh, right after that, I got cast in Finding Nemo the Musical, which I currently am involved yeah. in been there ever since yeah involved in that, ever is that since. what i say yeah sure yeah. that's perfect i'm involved in that
0: yeah yeah that's awesome yeah. like so the big thing of what we do, we do in our podcast is uh first of all holy hell in your but career. That, that's
1: only the full-time stuff that i did in between all that i'm sure there was disney event group stuff yeah, that you did tons and, of yeah convention shows or yeah, other kids yeah, of the yeah. kingdom shows and things like that so it, but it's been great so
0: um what are your thoughts? Obviously, I, you know. Obviously, it's late. I won't keep you here
1: super long. But uh, what are your thoughts on the Orlando entertainment industry, just in general? I think it's so. At times, can be so underrated because people don't realize the amount of talent that is here, right. in Orlando, yeah. alone. Gosh, you know, I I host a lot of events here, and just see, just the bands, like some of the singers and the bands that play here, sure, are incredible. Have you ever been to the Edison over at Disney Springs? The singers that sing there, which Shannon Starkey, yes, my wife, your wife, sings wife there. is one of them. Yes. Yeah, I mean, you sit there and you listen to the musicians, which are incredible, and the singers, which are incredible, and then the specialty acts, which are just incredible, outstanding. Yeah. So there's so much talent here. Yeah. And you know, Disney, Universal, Sea World, and all the people that you know absorb a lot of that talent. But even on the outside yeah. of that, there's the theater here. Is great. You yep. know, the Garden Theater right next door, they, they do amazing productions there. I was lucky enough to do one of my dream roles, Corny Collins and Hairspray over there. Saw that, it was awesome. I loved that, but you know, they have The Mad Cow and The Abbey and now that West End Theater in yeah. Sanford and, and to see some of the shows and the talent that's here, even at St. Luke's. Yeah. You no, know, I just saw Shannon Starkey. I'm going to keep saying her name because she doing was. It. I, I told her this because she just played Mary Poppins and was unbelievable. And I text her right after the show, and I said, you know, she sings the song Practically Perfect. And I said, there is no practically. You were just perfect. That's awesome. And she was. But the production value yeah. of that show and all the shows they do at St. Louis. I don't know how they did it. Blew me away. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Beauty and the Beast right next door when they did that. Steve McKinnon directed that show. Yeah, yeah. Such a great take on that. And people thought, it can't be done in that small theater. Sure. It was amazing. Yeah.
0: So... so. um, I'm gonna ask you three questions. Okay. The reason about, so, how, uh, we we talked a lot about Pilar's open mic night. Mm -hmm. Just because we're here, um, why? Like, was it something that you were like, hey, I really think this is a great place for us artists to come together? Like, how did that? No. Here,
1: this is the weirdest story because the Pilar's had opened, and six months after it opened, Kelly Richards started here by himself as a piano player and. He was hosting this because he used mic to do night. musical Mondays over elsewhere. Yes. Yeah. And then he um, started coming here, and he was—I didn't even know the place existed. I right. was actually working out at Planet Fitness, and Ray Fournier, who was a friend of Becky Roper's, Ray, came up yeah. and said, "Would you ever be interested in hosting an open mic night at, at a little Bartini bar?" And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I'd love that." Yeah. He said, "Great, let's make it happen." So. I came in one night, so it was six months after the bar opened, and because Kelly was, he's an amazing piano player, a fantastic singer, but when people come in the bar, it's hard to interact while you're playing and singing and stuff, so bringing a host on, it kind of helped fill the place, because I was able to go outside or bring in people that I knew, some busy performers and things like that to support, and it just became this really huge phenomenon, and for local singers, you know, and people that don't work professionally as singers that are really superb but we became a huge, huge family and it's my my theme that I love to say here all the time is, you know, walk in strangers walk out friends. I really try to introduce all the new people to other people here so that People become friends, and we've had people that have met here and now they're getting married. Oh my gosh. And yeah, it was just because of Open Might Night. Wow.
0: So. Well, and I, I will say, I um, I applaud you and Polaris for that because it is really kind of just like a hub for central florida talent to kind of get together and just have fun and have drinks.
1: And yeah and you know i wish more people would come out there's so many people that go out and are auditioning with new songs and auditioning for shows and stuff and i always tell my friends at work too you know if you want to test a new song it's a perfect place to come out and do it yeah come out test your song try it out make sure you like it it's in the right key <sighs> kelly's a great whatever. accompanist he'll he's, do it he's fantastic and yeah and it gives them an opportunity to do it before they get some nerves off of there before they actually go yeah. and perform it or whatever. And I will say,
0: I've never sung, and I'm telling you, live until <laughs> until tonight. When, Just now. When Billy do, did, we did a little duet. So that was great. Well, you know, I was
1: trying to put my sage on. It's a little hard. <laughs> That's why I'm, I'm a little hoarse right now because I was trying to no. be you, which is pretty impossible. You were amazing. Um,
0: yeah. Also, uh, so my second question is... What's the weirdest, inter- like, the craziest entertainment Orlando story? You don't have to name names, but, like, what's the craziest thing that's ever happened to you while working, whether at a park or
1: an event or whatever? I tell you what, crazy because it was kind of a mind-blowing thing. Uh, one night I was doing a show out at Disney, and Princess Di was there with oh my her gosh. two kids <gasps> when they were younger. Wow. And they told us to stay away from them, you know, just to kind of leave them alone, let them be, and all. Sure. And as I'm out during the show, there's a part where we go out and mingle with the audience, and you could tell that the kids just wanted to interact. Right. And so I kind of broke the rules, and I went over and said hello, just treated them like they were normal kids from wherever. Great. And gave them high fives and all, and and uh then we ended up using prince william in the show as one of the volunteers and the next day in the london times there was a picture of me and him in the show and it said william the conqueror my name's william as well so of course i pretended it was my headline Sure, it wasn't at all but (laughs) after the show she came back and pulled me aside and thanked me for treating them like normal people wow and I just thought, that it's a moment I'll never forget. Not that crazy weird or, you know, whatever. No, that's an incredible story, though. But, yeah, you know, to just know I met her and she just, she was there. you know, singled me out. And she to took time say, to reflect on what you did. Say, yeah, because, and, you know, we were told, stay away. Right. So Good for you. Um, my last question. Hi, uh, <laughs> Cheryl Ann is walking away. Cheryl Ann Sanders, everybody. Hey, Cheryl, yeah. come here.
0: Real quick, I'm gonna take a picture with you. Oh. So, I'm gonna post everything that we did today. Okay. And we did oh, it, I look, look at bed. this. Yay, we did it. Oh,
3: with Great. flesh and Perfect. everything. Perfect,
0: I got you, mama. Oh. Bye. Bye,
3: see you
1: Bye, see you
0: um, so, Billy, my last question is: uh, so the whole point of or- uh, of O Town Dreamers is to obviously, you know, bring awareness to Orlando, the entertainment industry, uh, uh, you know, uh, and tell people that hey, you can have a career, or a full time performing career here in Orlando, or use it as a base, whatever, um, or aspire or inspire younger performers to come to Orlando. Uh, what would you say to? Uh, um, Ronald from Illinois and he's trying to be a performer um, and he's not quite sure what to do where to go if he wants to come to Orlando
1: or here What give right. me some advice I was really fortunate I auditioned when I was in college, my senior year in college and I got hired here and it was just the Magic Kingdom and I know that they used to do nationwide tours and I still think they do, I'm not certain how it all works and When I took the job, I thought I would just stay for a year, but there's so many opportunities down here that I ended up, my one year turned into, I just signed my 38th contract. Right. Wow. And there's totally a possibility, not only with Disney and Universal and SeaWorld, but all around Central Florida, there's so many amazing opportunities for entertainers because you have to think about all the event... That take place here. People come here, like you said. It's it's kind of a hub where people want to come for conventions. You know, especially during the winter time, people are doing conventions. You know, from any industry that wants to bring their people down, they'll bring them down there someplace warm. Right. So they come down here. There's so many different uh, talent groups that will hire entertainers for these conventions that come down, and you can really totally make a living out of all of that if not auditioning where you are for Disney and stuff, because that they they do go on those tours. Sure. And there's so many different opportunities there with the cruise line and, of course, Shanghai and all Tokyo and all those. Right. But, you know, if you want to take the chance and come down here, you know, there's... Can you mention entertainment groups, Penguin Entertainment? Oh, yeah, and you all of them. Yeah, yeah Imagination sure. House. And and Jeremy and Lisa so were on the podcast for... Oh, yeah. The, uh, I mean, just... All these people, and a lot of the entertainment now inside the parks are third party. They're hired by these local entertainment companies. Yeah. So, you know, to get in with any one of those, sending your resumes out and auditioning or sending some videotapes of you singing or dancing or whatever. Right. Um, you know, my daughter's a dancer, and my three boys were all jocks, and they wanted to play – I. Totally don't get all that. Whole, <laughs> baseball, football, whatever. I sang the national anthem and called it a day. Right. <laughs> but my daughter's really trying to, and she's worked at Universal. She's working okay. at SeaWorld right now. And, you know, doing the Disney thing, just trying to, she goes to every audition. But I keep telling her, to, don't just focus on those three things. Get your stuff out to other entertainment groups because, no. you know, ultimately that could lead you to a job at the Edison so or something will else. Will
0: you please tell her? Um, because we just talked about. Uh, People auditioning because uh, Entertainment Central is having an audition um, it, on I think uh, uh, September 26th, like li- literally at at um, Spotlight Dance Studio. Oh really? Yeah yeah yeah. Um, I wish I had her information, but it, let her know that um, literally Jeremy and Julie are, are auditioning uh, September 26th from like 10 to 3, and they're looking for people for their shows for like their end park shows. Yeah, so let see, her know.
1: I mean things like that. It's just there's, yeah, yeah. it's it's endless it is here. endless. And the convention work here is kind of endless too, you know. I'm actually producing an event at Disney with my company. I have a little teeny-weeny entertainment company called Entertaining Inc. Oh. I've been hosting events for direct sales companies for over 27 years, and uh, I know that business so well that I've been able to spread my wings and, and host for many different shows, Good and for during you. the summer, I travel a lot, and a lot of those companies come down here as well, so it gives me an opportunity to go, and especially when you know that business and how it works, and you know the multi-level marketing and things like that, and what I do is I take uh, their training pieces and turn them into entertainment pieces, yeah. so you're not just sitting, listening to a speaker, speaker after speaker after speaker. So I'll turn them into songs or game shows or talk shows or, you know, just all awesome. things depending on what the company wants. Yeah. Sure.
0: So. I see you do a lot of, like, greatest showmen things.
1: Yeah. Well, that one thing since the movie, when the movie came out, yeah. I totally had the costume made for myself because I said, I have got to go start doing these things. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, as a fluke, if people have been wanting it. So, oh, I know a guy that has a costume and he sings and he's got people. Right. So the last show I did, I brought seven people with me. And we totally played, you know, the tattoo guy and the goth girl and the white, black albino sure. guy, and yeah,
0: that was my nickname in college, black albino. Black guy. albino, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Billy, thank you for so much for doing this. I Thanks for it. having me. Yeah, man, we're gonna this do a whole great. episode about Billy because. He's uh, because he um, never
1: stops uh, talking.
0: No, but you just have a lot of fun. <laughs> like, as it, I'm a Disney nerd, y- you know better than anybody. I right. like, I grew up at the parks, yeah. Um, and that was not a thing, that's not a thing now. Like, but when my mother was a single mother, I was allowed to be backstage at Hunchback, yeah. And it was a huge thing. So, I'm a Disney nerd, so like, it's it, you know, it's hearing these fun things that you did, like, that you've done. Right. It's so cool. So, I appreciate you just sharing your wisdom and it's going to be fun. We'll talk about your dad too. Oh, no. Well, we won't talk about him for a long, long time. We'll talk about it through therapy. It'll be great. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Thank you so much, Billy. Yeah. what a fun evening that was super cool we met so many cool people yeah that um, was a great
3: experiment and it turned out well
0: yeah and i think uh and Polaris i did i didn't tell you this but Polaris asked us to do this every couple of months if, oh, if you're that. interested so yes, we may do that which is awesome
3: after my 30 days of breaking from alcohol is over yes <laughs> i will be fully in
0: yes currently christina is sober which is awesome <laughs> Um, but uh, if uh, tell, where, where can they uh, find us if they want to?
3: Uh, you can find us on Instagram at O-Town Dreamers and on Facebook at O-Town Dreamers. Uh, be sure to like and subscribe to us on Spotify and or iTunes podcasts if wherever you, you listen.
0: That's right. If you want to reach us directly, you can reach us at OTownDreamers at gmail.com. Hey, if you're listening to us on iTunes, make sure to review us.
3: We got our first review and now we're really excited. Yes. So everyone should review us.
0: Everyone should review us. Thanks, at Rebecca and uh, Five Star Us, whatever you want to do. If you liked us. If you hated us, this is not o Dreamers. Um... <laughs> Yes, uh, thank you so much. Uh, and always remember, we dream for a living. Peace. I
1: said, to that lullaby.